Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of West Side Story. My name is Daniel and joining me today is my fellow shark, Anthony. How you doing, Anthony? Doing well, doing well. I'm uh, I'm just uh, super excited to talk about West Side Story. We just literally just finished it and um, yeah, I want to kind of dive into this um, this movie. But yeah, overall good. It's interesting because... It's interesting because I don't think this movie really was on our radar too much this year. And it's weird to say that because it's one, it's Steven Spielberg. This is his first film that's being released in the last almost four years. But here we are talking about West Side Story and my gosh, what a great movie it was. So we're going to we're going to we're going to get to all of this. But first, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Some quick announcements before we get to our review of Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. You may notice Shay is not on this episode. Where is Shay? We'll leave that for you to find out. We will not answer that question. Uh, no, Shay wasn't uh, wasn't able to catch a screening with us this week, but he will be giving us his thoughts on the film when he checks it out next week. So stay tuned for that. Um, also, while you're on the movie podcast feed and you're you're browsing, seeing what's new out there, just want to let you know there are tons of reviews and episodes for you to listen to. If this is your first time listening to the show, hello and welcome. We're so happy you're here. Uh, but also check out all of the other incredible reviews we have on our feed right now. Silent Night, The Beatles Get Back, House of Gucci, uh, Marvel Studios Hawkeye, and so much more. Uh, We've also been really lucky to have some incredible special guests on our show, including... Chris Redfield himself, Robbie Amell, who stars in the new Resident Evil film. Uh, we've also had Leah McHugh, who stars as Sprite in Eternals, and uh, Will Speck and Josh Gordon, uh, who are the creators of Hit Monkey, which is a show on Hulu. It's a Marvel show. They've also directed movies like uh, Blades of Glory and The Switch, and they are just they were a great conversation, so definitely look out for that episode, too. Uh, there's always something to listen to on the movie podcast feed, and we're not done because we do have some special guests coming up very soon. December is not slowing down for us. Uh, we're really excited to announce our special guests who are, are going to be joining us on the show very soon, so look forward to that. Um, and I definitely implore you to look out on our Instagram for special uh, giveaways that we are doing. We just wrapped up our Shang-Chi uh, digital code giveaway, so thank you to everybody who entered. We will be having a giveaway for No Time to Die, a physical copy of the 4K Blu-ray. So definitely make sure you enter that because you don't want to miss it. It'll make a great Christmas gift. So just saying that. Uh, But today is all about West Side Story. It is directed by Academy Award winner, Anthony. I think you've heard of him. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Are you familiar? Uh, Is he the guy who did that movie called Jurassic Park. He's he's the guy who did all of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> he is uh, synonymous with filmmaking, and he is directing this film from a screenplay by Pulitzer Prize and Tony Award winner Tony Kushner. Uh, West Side Story tells the classic tale of fierce rivalries between young love in 1957 New York City. And this reimagining stars Ansel Elgort, newcomer Rachel Zegler, Ariana DeBoss, who we just saw in Schmigadoon. She was phenomenal in that. David Alvarez, Mike uh, faced, feist, feist, 
Feist. 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 Josh Andres Rivera, Anna Isabel, Corey Stoll, Brian Darcy James, and Rita Marino, who is playing a new character made specifically for this movie. She famously played Anita back in the 1961 version of this film. And now she is back. Spielberg has brought her back to play a, a beautiful role in this film. And of course, I want to thank our friends at Disney for inviting us to watch this film. Now, I included a little bit of a synopsis within my introduction. So typically, instead of kicking it over to Anthony for a synopsis, Anthony, I just want you to start us off right away with your first reactions to West Side Story. Thank you, Daniel. I Growing up, I really, like I knew about West Side Story, but I, and I know, I knew the scenes, um, but I never really watched this, this musical or film. It never really got into my... Um, we'll see my 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 film categories. That Your I repertoire, would, yeah. My repertoire of movies that I would watch. So going into this, I was I knew it was a musical. I knew it dived into a time period where it was um, very similar to. And this is me growing up, The Outsiders, which was a big part of um, my childhood. Growing up and watching The Outsiders yeah. was big, but it had that same semblance. But then, you know, learning more that it is about race and class, and it was a, a division between Puerto Ricans and and we'll say um, whites or Anglo Saxons of, of that period growing up in New York and just yeah battling over territory. Um, I remember scenes growing up, you know, the 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 snapping of the fingers. The, yeah. the greaser look. And that was like, that's all I kind of knew of West Side Story. And then going into this film, I think really what captured me was the second trailer. And I when I saw the second trailer, I kind of said to myself, man, this movie looks really, really good. Looks really good. I don't know about the story, but visually, it, I want to watch it. Um, because... Again, it was a musical. I'm not into musicals. This is I'm not like that type of guy who would go find a musical. I would only do it for the the show to review it. So going in yesterday or today or whenever you're hearing this, watching this, I was actually super blown away. This was a really really good movie, and I didn't expect to like it this much. The movie. Steven Spiel- this is Steven Spielberg's first musical, and he did a fantastic job capturing the cinematicness of his movies, but combining it with the musical taste that a lot of you know Broadway, we'll say, uh, Broadway connoisseurs love, and combining them together to create this beautiful story. I was, I there are sequences in here, dance sequences that are fantastic, and. And Steven Spielberg does such a great job of capturing that, but also adding his 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 camera styles and techniques to it. It's visually beautiful. I think I think it's a shoe in for best cinematography this year. It is. I think so too. I think it will will win. The set designs. He built like cities for this for this um, movie. Like he built blocks where there's destruction because again the story takes place during a time where. Builder, buildings are being um, destroyed to build newer buildings for the we'll see the modern yeah, a age. Lot, a lot of gentrification is happening, yes, right? Like these older buildings are being taken down. In the newer, 60s. more expensive buildings are being put up. And it's like you, you feel that, right? You feel that change buildings. of time. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and you mentioned uh, the cinematography, man. Like, there's a shot in this film um, where it's just Ansel Elgort as Tony, like, singing, but he, he's, like, in a puddle. And it is, like, one of the most beautiful shots of the year. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, like it's just – he's just singing in front of a puddle, but this looks unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He uh, Steven Spielberg was able to capture a, a type of musical that I don't think a lot of people have seen before. You know, coming off of um, In the Heights to this, this feels like the the musical a lot of people wanted In the Heights to be. And he just blows it out of the water. And we didn't expect this much from him because, again, we at this, you know, at this time, we think like Steven Spielberg, oh, he's diving into West Side Story. Do they really need to make this movie again? Because they we already have the original. Like, what's, what's right. he going to do to change it? And... He did bring his his A game to this. This is not like a typical Steven. Like, well, if I can compare it to his last four films, um, Ready Player One, taking that out, but like we'll say Bridge of Spies or or The Post, which were really like boring, boring stories. This one, right. he just blew. Like, he, it's like his at this time, it's like his Renaissance movie for for the past yeah. four years. It's it's absolutely gorgeous, and you know, just to, just to pull off some points that you said there, you know, um, with myself, I I have seen the original West Side Story film the, from nineteen sixty one, and I and I liked it, and I grew up watching a bunch of different musicals. I don't really consider myself too big of a musical person. I, I there's a lot of Christmas films that I, I love watching that are musicals, and obviously we look at like the the Disney Renaissance period in the nineties, most of those films were all musicals in some sense. Right. But this is really a traditional musical. And you brought up in the Heights, which um, I don't think we like really hated or disliked. It was just, it just didn't really resonate with Mm -hmm. us too much where this just feel, and it didn't feel as cinematic. It felt like it was just a stage production, right? Where this, like you said, Anthony Spielberg is creating worlds here. Like I was just like enchanted throughout watching it. Like I'm having getting goosebumps thinking about it because I was just like, oh my god! Like even if you don't like musicals, there's just such an appreciation of the beauty, the choreography, the music that is just so interwoven throughout this this film that you forget that you're watching a movie. And that's what I think what Spielberg is the master of, and that's why Spielberg is probably the greatest living American director right now mm-hmm. is because he's able to take something that is as known and as loved and as established as West Side Story, reimagine it. Yes. Does this movie need to exist? I think what he's brought to it is just such an incredibly well-made movie that even though the original one is, is amazing, I think this could be the one that I think going forward, people will look at and be like, this is mm-hmm. now the... This is the the version of this film that people are going to go go to and watch. And there's a lot of moments in this film too that um, you're you're watching, and it, it looks like it was shot like something in the 50s or 60s. Like there's a film visual look to it as well. Um, and I just wanted to shout out, like obviously the cinematography, um, the the idea that yes, you know what, there are still some issues, you know, with the way Puerto Ricans are portrayed. That it's a lot better in this version than it was in the original version. Um, because the original version very much was like Puerto Ricans are bad people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where this one, there's a little bit more of a balance. It's not perfect, but that's, that is kind of like the, the nature of the story. Right. Um, but also you look at the representation in this film with 
the language spoken. And, you know, we were lucky that we got to attend the press conference too, Anthony, for this film. And, you know, we were watching this movie and I was thinking of it in the movie with you. None of it's subtitled. There is a lot of moments in this film where it just Spanish is being spoken, but there is no subtitles. And I think that's what's amazing that it literally just transcends language at that point. You don't need to understand exactly what they're saying because you know what's being said. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they do such a good job of that. And Spielberg fought for that. That's, you just understand when there's an argument happening, you get the gist of what's happening, right? You don't, you don't need to know word for word. And I think that's so special. And it's a very special type of director and the performances, which we'll talk about very soon, that you're able to follow along what's happening, not understand a word, maybe what they're saying, but be in the scene and know exactly what's happening. Yeah, I think the there is a narrative, and we see it a lot in this movie, speak English, speak English. Yes. And for Stephen not to include the subtitles for the sequences that involved um, Spanish, um, Spanish uh, talking scenes, um, it just says a lot about like just the world and how we deal with, you know, the ability to change and just to yeah to realize like it's okay that you don't speak English you could still speak Spanish even for like actors inside this um, movie they're telling themselves you need to speak English because that is is that's something that we need to do because we are new to this this new to New York but that actually right. takes away from your culture it also takes away from you as a person to be systematically being ripped that culture out of you to be a certain type of person. And I think Steven Spielberg did that on purpose because he must see it. And we do see it in the world, especially now, um, a lot of, you know, racial divides between that. Like you pull a lot from it. And I think that's what's really incredible with this film where in the original musical where the Puerto Ricans felt like they were like almost like the villains of the story, right? This one I think is a lot more timely in a sense. And I think that's just really special. Something I really want to talk about though are the incredible performances in this film. Um, Right off the bat, I think uh, Ariana DeBoss, who we just saw in Schmigadoon, who she was phenomenal in that film, in that show, which please go watch it on Apple TV Plus. Definitely worth your time. And we also got to talk to the creator, Cinco Paul. So go back and listen to that too. Uh, Ariana DeBoss and David Alvarez, who is also Canadian, um, as Bernardo. Uh, phenomenal. I think they stole the movie for me. They were the MVPs of this movie. Every scene of them together, I believe their chemistry. I loved seeing them interact. I loved seeing them dance and sing together. And I bought that like this Bernardo was, you know, a grizzled kind of hard guy who like didn't trust anybody, but also was such a product of his environment. And it all kind of comes down to just that, that fear of change for all of the, between the sharks and the the Jets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, Ariana DeBoss and David Alvarez were phenomenal, um, and Rachel Zegler as well too was was fantastic. And uh, Mike uh, faced Feist. I, oh my god, Feist! <laughs> I don't know why I keep I keep messing up on it. Um, as um, Riff. as Riff, yeah, uh, he was just he was just so good. Like there is an incredible cast of of actors in this. Even Ansel Elgort, you know, like he uh, he was Tony. Tony was never really like the strongest, I think, performance in any versions of West Side Story. Even though he's technically the lead, uh, 
but I think he was actually believable. Like I believed him in this role as somebody who had a hard pass and wanted to do better and was trying to make that change. And I really believed the chemistry between him and Rachel Zegler as, as short as a span of time they knew each other, you know, like I think that's something we were joking about where it's like, you know, they only met each other, but once for like two seconds, but they fell in love. But that's just kind of like the hokey musical reality that the, the rules that they go by. Right. And going back to representation, like this cast is a good portion of them are Latino based. So, and if we look back at the original West Side Story, it was only Rita Morano who was the Latina of that of that group. So, I think this is another reason why this movie was remade at this time to really showcase representation. Because you have Rachel Zegler, you got Ariana DeBois, and David Alvarez. These are playing like Latinas and Latinos playing the actual character. Um, and I think that's, that's a huge step. And I think again, Steven Spielberg saw that. Um, but, but I, I did like, I liked everyone's performances. I think, you know, it's hard to dance and it's hard to act and it's hard to do both at the same time. And everyone in this cast was able to hit that on the, on the head, on the nail on the head. Let's just he- say they nailed their mark. They, they nailed, nailed their, their they mark. got it. Yeah. They nailed their especially, mark. <laughs> especially uh, Ariana Dubois because of, you know, she, she took this Anita character who was super famous. I think she was the most, because Rita played her in the original. And won she, an Oscar for, won an Oscar. for the role. She did such a fantastic job. I didn't, I didn't even like, when you said she was part of uh, Schmigadoon, I'm like, damn, it's like, I didn't even realize that was the same person because she has such a authentic accent in this and she plays this character so beautifully. I didn't think that she was that same person. So it's, it's yeah. just goes to her, her acting abilities and her character styles that she can just be able to not only change um, her acting style, but also do amazing dances and the dance routines. Fantastic. They were like, they were just so on the mark. They, they, I, I'm trying to just think of a way to describe it. They were just, it, it was scary how in sync they were. And it's funny, like from watching the press conference, they were talking about how um, they shot the America dance sequence, which was a huge, like it's a big musical number for Anita um, on the hottest day of the year in New York City. So they had to mm-hmm. digitally remove like the sweat stains on their clothes, which I thought was so funny. Yeah. Um, but like, they're just like you just get lost in them and again you and i anthony and i'll include shay in this like we're not the biggest musical uh aficionados like we i think when we see one that we really like it sticks with us like la la land or you know even tick tick boom which i thought was really great we'll talk about on the show very soon um when you get one that kind of resonates and i think just feels like it kind of transcends its audience i think this is what this um what this west side story incarnation does and you know my in, in our initial reactions and in mine specifically i said you know like does this version need to exist and i think this version i think if you're if you're in love with west side story i don't know if this version is going to do anything new for you because it's very similar to what you know but I think this should be the version of West Side Story that people look to going forward, mm-hmm. at least. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what this version is going to be going forward for a lot of people. The 
the benchmark of what we look at, what music, musicals could be, what film, what musicals turn to film could be, because not once did I feel like, oh, wow, this is a set. This is a real world. This is New York City that they're in. And I was just enchanted throughout. Shall we get to our final recommendations of Steven Spielberg's West Side Story? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Before we do, though, I tease you there. Before we do, I just want to remind you to please, you know, make sure you're following the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. There are lots of giveaways, lots of new episodes coming, lots of special guests joining us very soon on the show. So we would love to have a great community of movie lovers uh, kind of surrounding us uh, on those platforms. So definitely make sure you're following us there. Uh, We are heading into the new year. We are literally recording this on the 30th of November. There are, there's a month left of 2021 somehow we're still processing 2020 but there is lots of content coming we're just getting started lots of commentaries coming lots of reviews coming we secured our spider-man tickets look forward to that story on next week's episode of the movie podcast because i promise you it's a good one uh but anthony start us off with your final recommendation of west side story if you're a musical lover i think this film is definitely what you're looking for in a musical um and a remade musical because this does such a an amazing job telling the story, but more authentic and changing and under the belt of Steven Spielberg. I think you will definitely love this. I was on the fence in terms of if I should add this to the queue for the rest of the people or I should actually have them watch it. And I'm I made up my mind because I, it was going to be add to the queue, but I've changed my mind. I've actually said um, I think I think I would recommend you go watch this movie. Uh, December twelfth. Wow. Go to the theaters. And, December tenth. December tenth. Sorry, December tenth. Go to the yeah. You theaters. could go on December twelfth too if you want to. It will um, still be playing. And go watch it. I think visually you'll you'll like visually you'll love it, and then everything else you'll just enjoy because that's how I fell in love with this movie. It was the visuals, and then the musical came in, and I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think the audience will also have that same feeling. Again, this movie is not meant for everyone, but I think if you are love lover of film, you're going to enjoy this because it's so unique and so different that you've never experienced a musical like this before. I'm right there with you, Anthony. You know, like I was, I was debating yesterday. I'm like, you know, I think for musical lovers, I'll say watch it, but for everybody else, maybe add it to your queue. But I, I've been thinking about this movie a lot today, and. I would definitely say watch it. If you love movies, I think you owe it to yourself to watch something like this because it is just a big, cinematic, beautiful movie. Um, something I also want to say, Steven Sodenheim, who just passed away a few days ago, this was his first big entry into the world of writing musicals. And it's like, for it to be coming out now after he just passed away a week ago, like it's, it's a weird... The universe works in very weird ways, but I think... Mm-hmm honor him go see this movie i think steven spielberg just again not that he had to prove anything but he came out this is his first musical and he was just like i am the greatest movie maker of all time and (laughs) i'm going to leave my mark on the world this movie was enchanting it was pure magic the choreography the music the acting i was just enthralled by all of it and yeah, it's just it's just so strange. It's like I, I wasn't looking for reasons not to like this movie, but if I was, it'd be really hard. It'd be really hard. The only thing I could really say is, you know, like a lot of musicals, it's a bit long. And sometimes the pacing could be a little funny because you could have a major event that happens, but then you're going to have two musical numbers unrelated to what just happened before we get back to the main story. So again, 
if you know that, if you're a musical person, you know that that's kind of what the case is. Um, for everyone else, I think you're going to have a great time watching this movie. And it feels like a Christmas movie. Like, it feels like the type of movie that would open up Christmas Day. Um, so, I think this is a great film to go check out. If you love movies, if you love musicals, if you're just looking for something that is a feel-good film, even though this film can be a little dark at times, um, I think you're going to have a lot of enjoyment out of it because it, it really is such a beautifully made film. And I'm really excited to see where it lands on our favorite films of the year uh, when we talk about that very soon on the movie podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of West Side Story. Don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out for our review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. We'll have our thoughts very soon on the newest episode of Hawkeye, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and lots more movies to come. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast and check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.